hooked up here so that the mic can pick us up. It's not on. Okay. All right. Open your Bibles to the book of Romans, chapter 8, and verse 1. Romans, chapter 8, and verse 1. It tells us here, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. In this verse of Scripture that we have read, the Apostle Paul said when he wrote to the saints at Rome that in this verse, there is therefore... Someone told me years ago that whenever you see the word therefore in a verse, look at the verses before to see what it's there for. Brother Joe Wilson said that years ago. Why did he say there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The Lord Jesus has been teaching us in this Word. Almighty God has taught us that we who have been saved by the grace of God no longer are guilty of the law of breaking the law of God. In the last two verses of the chapter 7 that we, before this, the Apostle Paul says here, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? He had been talking about the fact that he is guilty of sin, just as we all are guilty of sin. And he said, looking at my life, looking at how much I have sinned against God, and what the Bible teaches and the law of God, what it has said, he said, I'm a wretched man. There's no hope. Who can deliver me from the body of this death? From what I deserve because of what I have done, how I have lived, the sins I have committed. Who can deliver me from this? I can't deliver myself. Anybody that wants to try couldn't deliver me. There isn't anything anybody could do that could deliver me except the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He said, 
I can be delivered from this sin through Jesus Christ. I thank God for Jesus Christ. And then he went on to say in the first uh, verse of this chapter 8 we've got here that I read a moment ago, There is therefore, because of what Jesus did, not because of what I did, but because of what Jesus did, there is therefore now, not tomorrow, not in the future, now, right now, every child of God that is saved by the grace of God can say, I do, I am not condemned before God. That's why we can pray. When we pray, when we stand before God in prayer, He doesn't see us as we are, a person that still bears uh, the guilt of sin in our bodies, in our flesh. We have been saved by the grace of God. And even though we are unworthy in the flesh, when we stand before God in prayer, He sees us not as we are in sin. He sees us as we have been, uh, we have been delivered from our sins. Every, the only reason we can pray to our Father, and every time we pray to our Father, we have to realize that we come to our Father and He sees us not as we are, even though we come and confess our sins, He sees us guiltless, perfect in Christ Jesus. He sees us without condemnation. When I look in the mirror, I see me, a sinful creature. But I know that within me, I know that even though I see a one who has sinned against God, I see one who has also been delivered from that sin. I am safe and secure in God, in Christ Jesus. And I can stand before God, and the only reason I can stand before God and pray is because He has covered my sins. I stand before God perfect, without sin, when I pray. He sees me that way. That's why He listens to me. And when I ask for forgiveness, He he says in so many words to us, I have already forgiven you that sin. We are forgiven. There is no condemnation. We started a couple messages ago preaching. We preached on values where they belong. Pointing out the many values that we have in life because of what God has done for us. Then we preached a message on forgiveness how that God has forgiven us all our sins and how we are to we as a child of God are to forgive others as he forgave us so now tonight continuing the thoughts that we started in those two messages we want to think about the fact as Paul said here There is therefore now no 
condemnation. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We have a lot of blessings as a child of God. We have, first of all, we have a book that when we tried to read it before we were saved, there was a lot of things we couldn't understand in it. A book that we can understand because the Spirit of God is within us and helps us to understand what it says. Helps us to know that when we read such things as we've just read, when the Apostle Paul wrote to the saints at Rome, said, there is therefore now, now, not in the future, now, there is therefore now, right now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You and I who have been saved by the grace of God, there's no condemnation in us. You and I both know we've failed and not lived like we should. We've sinned many, many times. But every time we sin, we can know this. My Lord covered that sin when He died for me. And I'm safe and secure. Someone said one time, well, in the way you preach it, that if, you, if you're already covered for your sins then you, you, you don't have to worry about it. You can go out and sin all you want to. I said, yes, that's true. I can go out and sin all I want to. But the point is, with the Holy Spirit that dwells in me, He gives me a desire not to sin. I don't want to sin. And when I do sin, and because we live in the flesh and we have weaknesses in the flesh. We will sin occasionally, but when I sin and when you sin, we, we are told to confess our sins, but we also know that even though we confess our sins and the confession of our sins is not to tell God we've sinned. He knows that. It's to acknowledge within ourselves before God I sinned against my Lord. And it isn't uh, uh, when, we, when we tell in our prayers, when we ask forgiveness for our sins, we're not telling God that we've sinned. He knows that. We're acknowledging the fact that we know we've sinned. And we're asking God to forgive us. And we know when we ask, He has already said, I have forgiven you. <laughs> what a blessing. What a blessing. We are already forgiven. God does not condemn us. When I pray and when you pray before God, He doesn't see us as a sinner that we are. He sees us as one who has been saved by the grace of God. I, though I'm very imperfect in the flesh, when I pray... To my Father which is in heaven, He sees me not as I am in the flesh, but He sees me as I am in Christ Jesus. 
perfect without sin. And He hears our prayers. He hears our prayers. What a blessing. The great, one of the great blessings that we have is that we have been made free from our sins. No condemnation. The Greek word for condemnation that's used in this verse is a word that means uh, no adverse sentence. No damnation. We, there is no sentence to send us away for punishment. No damnation because we are free in Christ. Jesus said when some of the people brought the fallen woman to Him in John chapter 8 and verse 11. John 8 and verse 11. Jesus said this. Well, verse 10. When Jesus had lifted up Himself and saw none but the woman, He said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, you remember the story. I'm sure you you remember the story. It tells that... um, the scribes and the Pharisees brought to Jesus, in verse 3 it says, And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now, he said, Moses says that she should be stoned. What do you say? He knew that they were tempting him because, first of all, if they caught the woman in the act of adultery, they also caught the man in the act of adultery. They didn't bring the man. They just brought the woman to Jesus and said she was caught in the act. They didn't care what was happening. If they cared, they'd brought both people, the man and the woman. They just wanted to tempt Jesus and see what He would say. And so, it says that when they brought, him, brought, him, brought her to Jesus, they said in verse 6, they said, tempting Him that they might have to accuse Him. Jesus stooped down and wrote with His finger on the ground. Nobody knows what He wrote. I've heard many people uh, think about what, what it could have been and I, like everybody else, have often thought about different things that it could have been. I thought, uh, to me, I I said, uh, I wonder if maybe he wrote on the ground the names of all those that brought that woman to him and, and the sins that they had committed. But whether he did or not, I don't know. But anyhow, he said, He that is without sin among you, let him be the first one to cast a stone. And it says again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And in verse 9 it says, They which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one. And Jesus said, when, uh, when he lifted up himself and 
and looked around. Nobody was there but the woman. He said, Where are your accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, "Uh, No man, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Jesus said to the fallen woman, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus said to us, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Every time we fail our Lord, every time we fail to read the Bible like we should be reading it, every time we fail to witness when we have an opportunity, every time we fail to go to services or to worship, we sin against God. And He knows it. And when we come before Him and confess Him, He says, I've forgiven you of that sin. Someone said, that, that gives you an excuse to sin. No, it doesn't. It makes us realize what a blessing we have and makes us strive harder than ever not to sin, not to fail, not to falter. John chapter 5 and verse 24 John 5 and verse uh, 24 says this. Jesus is uh, saying here, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. He didn't say in this passage, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me We'll have everlasting life. He did not say. Uh, 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 he he did not say we will have it. He says we have it right now. Right now. If you're saved by the grace of God, and I'm saved by the grace of God, and we fail, we do, and when we fail. We can say in our hearts, I have everlasting life. Not I will have everlasting life. Not I hope to have or I might have, but I have everlasting life. We have it right now. Right this moment. And shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life. Not will be passed, but we are passed. We are guilty and deserve eternal damnation, and uh, that's the, the death of our sin, because of sins. But because Jesus took our place, we stand before God. He sees us in Christ, perfect, without sin. And one day, one day, We will not stand before Him in prayer like we do today. We will stand before Him in person. And when we stand before Him in person, we will be standing in a a body that has been made perfect. All of our sin will be taken away and we will be made perfect 
and we will stand before Him that day without, without sin, without condemnation. He said, He said, He that heareth my word, believeth on him that sent me, hath right now, right now, everlasting life, shall not come into condemnation, but is passed unto death, from death unto life. One of the blessings that we have in the salvation that we have in Christ Jesus is that every day of our life, every day that we live in the flesh, and we fail some many times, but we can bow before our God and pray. And He hears us because He sees us without sin, perfect in Christ Jesus. We shall not come into condemnation. What is this condemnation that we're talking about? John chapter 3 and verse 19 says this. John 3 and verse 19. Jesus is talking and He said this. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. The condemnation is that light came into the world, Jesus Christ, the light of the world, but men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. You and I are saved from condemnation. We're not condemned. We will not be condemned. We cannot be condemned. Because we are safe and secure in Jesus Christ. We are free from our sins. Romans chapter 5 and verse 24. I'm sorry. Romans chapter 5 and verse 16. Romans 5 and 16 says this. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is a gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Condemnation came because of man's sin. Justification came because Jesus Christ suffered the penalty of that sin. The judgment of the law is unto condemnation, but the gift of God is free from condemnation. In the book of 1 Corinthians, 
1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 32. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 32. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. When we are judged, we are judged with the chastisement that comes through the Lord. We will not be condemned. We deserve condemnation, but we will not be condemned because we've been made free in Christ Jesus, our Savior. Look over in Romans chapter 8 and verse 34. Romans 8 and verse 34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. There's no one that will stand before God and make accusation for us, because Jesus is one who will stand before God, and whenever we stand before God to be judged, not to be condemned, we should be, we should have been, but when He sees us, He sees the blood of Jesus that covered our sins, and He sees no sin. There's none who would condemn because we are free in the blood of Jesus Christ. Free from condemnation now. The word is translated now. There's now no condemnation that we've been reading. The word that's translated now means this day. The Greek word means this day. Present or immediate. Right now. Right this minute, everyone that's here tonight that's saved by the grace of God is not condemned before God. That doesn't give us an excuse to go out and sin. That makes us rejoice in the fact that we are free and we don't have to sin. That makes us desire to not live ungodly. to work and strive in our lives, not to be condemned, but to live worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8 and verse 1 that we read for our text. There is therefore now, now, this day, right now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not in the flesh, but after the Spirit. We live and walk in Christ Jesus. So we can we can think... Well, what, what more is there? 
We uh, we are not condemned. God sees us not uh, not guilty. We He sees us not condemned. He does not condemn us. He does not see us to condemn us. He sees us in Christ Jesus. So we have no condemnation. We're not guilty. We're not we're not condemned before God. What else can we say that we have now? Well. Let's just look at some other things. Look at John. John um, chapter 15 and verse 3. John 15 and verse 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The Bible says, Now we are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now, we know that as long as we're in the flesh, we don't live like we should. And I can, can, if I were to sit down and think about the things that I've done and haven't done today, I could find several things that I could just say right now. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I've sinned today. But you know what? When I pray... When I pray during the day, when I pray at night, when I pray in church, He does not see me as I am. He sees me. He, he sees me not in the flesh as I am now, but He sees me in the in the uh, salvation that I have, and He sees me perfect in. Christ Jesus. Every child of God can pray to God and He will see you not as you are, but as you are in Christ Jesus, free from all condemnation, free from sin, clean through the Word of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5 says this, Romans chapter 5, verses 9 and and 11. Much more than being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled we shall be saved by His life. Not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now... Received the atonement. Now, we have received the atonement. We don't have to worry. We deserve the wrath of God. But when we stand before God in judgment, He will see us perfect in Christ Jesus. And we will not be condemned for the sins we have committed. Romans chapter 7 and verse 6 says this, But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit, and not in the oldness of the letter. We are delivered from the law. 
delivered from the law. We deserve damnation. But we are now delivered from the law. The law says we deserve damnation. But we're delivered from the law because Jesus covered our sins. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 8. Now ye are full. Now ye are rich. Ye have reigned as kings without us. Now would to God ye did reign that ye, we also might reign with you. We are full. We are rich. In Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 says this. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes, or before times, were far off, ye who before times were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. In Christ Jesus, we are made near by the blood of Christ. God sees us now covered by the blood of Jesus, safe and secure and, and perfect in Christ Jesus. Made nigh by the blood. In Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. And he says, as a child of God, walk as children of light. We were before in darkness. But now, we are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Live as children of light should live. In the book of 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. It doth not yet what appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. That's what's going to happen when we see Him. We're going to be like Him. We're going to be changed. But until that time comes, every day that we live... Just like we are right now. You know, someone said, today is the tomorrow. We worried about yesterday and all is well. You know, tomorrow never comes. Yesterday we worried about tomorrow and we were worrying about today, but today is today and tomorrow is yet to come. We are now, every day of our life, Right now, I'm a child. I'm, I'm perfect in Him. He sees me perfect. Tomorrow, if there is a tomorrow, 
And if I live for tomorrow, He will see me perfect tomorrow. As long as I'm here on this earth, He will see me perfect in Christ Jesus. When the time comes that He takes us to be with Him, we will shed this fleshly body, be given a perfect body. And we will stand literally in the presence of God, perfect, without sin. Without sin. But now, right now, we are the sons of God. We don't know what we're going to... We can't describe what we're going to be like. It does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. We know that the day is coming when He will come and take us to be with Him. And when that day happens, we'll be like Him. We don't know exactly what that will be like yet. But we will. We will know. We will see Him. We are now the sons of God. Go back again to Romans chapter 8 for a minute. We'll bring our message to a close here in a minute. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. It says there is therefore. As I said earlier, when you see the word therefore, what is it therefore? See what it's there for. Look to see what it says there for. Okay, let's turn to Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Romans 6 and 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I deserve death. I'm a sinner. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Not will be, is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So I stand here and I tell you I'm a sinner. I live in the old sinful place. But I have right this minute eternal life because Jesus Christ took my sins. All the sins that I had committed and all the sins that I will commit. Someone said, well, well, when we're saved, the Lord saves us from our past sins, but our future sins are yet to be paid for. When Christ paid for our sins, all of our sins were future sins. Not what we committed yesterday, or not what we commit tomorrow uh, only. All of our sins were future sins when Christ died for our sins. When Christ died on the cross for my sins, and for your sins. He died for all of my sins, and every sin that I committed was future sins when Christ died for me. But He died for all my sins. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 7 and verse 15. Romans 7 and verse 25, I'm sorry. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. 
but with the flesh of all sin. We have now within us the Spirit of God that helps us to live in a way that is pleasing to God. And when we fail, we have the assurance that that which we have that we have committed is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. No matter what we were before, those who are in Christ Jesus is not condemned. There is therefore now no condemnation. No condemnation because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Every one of us that's here tonight, everyone that's listening to the broadcast or will listen to the broadcast, if you're saved by the grace of God, right now, you are not under condemnation. You are safe and secure in Christ Jesus. We fail. We sin. But we're not condemned. That's no excuse to sin. That should give us an incentive to not sin. To strive to live in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. We don't live as a child of God today in order to get saved. We don't live as a child of God today because we are saved. Or, uh, um, we, don't, we don't live uh, in order to get saved. We don't live uh, in order to keep from losing what we have. We live today because we are a child of God. And every child of God should wake up in the morning. Thank you, Lord, for letting me have another night. Help me today to live as I should live, to give glory and honor to Thee. And every night when we go to bed, Lord, watch over me tonight. And if it be Thy will that I live tomorrow, Help me to live worthy of thy name. Because when we pray, God sees us perfect in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation. I've not done what I should do today. And I'm sure I've done things I shouldn't have done today. But even though I haven't been what I ought to be, one thing that I know all day long, I was being protected by Almighty God because my Savior is in me. And I'm safe and secure in Him. Because of that, we should strive every way we can.
to live in such a way as to bring honor and glory to our Lord. Because there is therefore now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That's what you are today in Christ Jesus. What you will be tomorrow if tomorrow comes. No condemnation. What a Savior. Something to rejoice in. To thank God for. Shall we stand to be dismissed? Brother Lino, would you dismiss us in a word of prayer, please?